What are goals? What are objectives? What are the differences between goals and objectives? And how do they help to improve your mental health and personal growth? That's what I'm talking about this week here on Let's Talk About Mental Health, the weekly podcast that makes mental health simple. So get comfortable and let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 209 of Let's Talk About Mental Health and thanks so much for joining me as I talk about goals and mental health. I'm Jeremy Godwin and I teach you how to look after your mental well-being with practical tips you can apply immediately based on quality research and my own experience of learning to live with anxiety and depression after a breakdown in 2011 that changed my life. Each week, I teach you simple ways to improve one specific aspect of your well-being. In this episode, I'll be talking about what goals are and what they are not, why we need goals, and how to set goals and work on them in a thoughtful way. So, let's talk about goals. Where are you heading in life? It's a question you've probably asked yourself a million times before. And I'm sure it's one your nana or your drunk Aunt Mary just loves to ask you whenever there's a family get-together. It's really no coincidence that I'm releasing this episode in December, because this is a time of year where we often find ourselves looking back over the year that was, with some assistance from our Spotify Unwrapped, not to mention Instagram finding some cringeworthy memories to dig up and embarrass us with because, hey, tis the season. But regardless of whenever you're listening to this episode throughout the year, it just so happens to always be the right time to reflect, review, and refocus. And I'll explain how and when to do that in a little while. Now, if you know my podcast well, then you'd be aware that I often find a way to cram in a relevant song lyric, or at least semi-relevant one, So at this point, you might be expecting me to begin quoting Eye of the Tiger or Don't Stop Believin', but that would be far too predictable. As much as I enjoy those songs for all their 80s gung-ho cheesy enthusiasm, I am trying my hardest not to make yet another cliche-filled piece of work that tells you the same old bits of advice that everybody else shares about setting smart goals and getting an accountability buddy. I mean, you can absolutely do those things. But at this point, do you really need me to tell you that? Probably not. But you do need me to tell you how to view goals very differently and in a way that puts your mental health and well-being front and center where it belongs. And that requires us to look at things from a totally different perspective. In fact, I'm going to go so far as to kick off today by saying that you don't even really have to set any goals whatsoever, and you can still have a very satisfying life, which you absolutely can. But if you want to grow, if you want to do and be more, then it's time to start setting realistic goals by doing an Irene Cara in the classic 1983 song Flashdance, take your passion and make it happen. (laughs) Let's get ourselves humming the same tune with some definitions and let's talk about what are goals. And according to the Oxford Dictionary, goals are the object of a person's ambition or effort, 
an aim or desired result, and can also be defined as the destination of a journey. Now, life is a journey, a mysterious voyage through sunny skies and murky waters, full of ups and downs, and enough occasional turbulence to keep you on your toes and keep your stomach wondering what's going on. It's up to us to decide which direction we want to head in and what we want our journey to look and feel like. And those are choices that aren't set in stone. You can change direction in life whenever you like and as often as you like. And it's nobody's business but your own. Having said that, I'm hoping the direction you choose to head in is a healthy one in the sense of it being constructive rather than destructive. Because poor choices do a lot of harm to your mental health and well-being. I mentioned choice because, like I say at the end of every episode, the choice is always yours. You are in full control of what you do as well as what you don't do. So, if you want to achieve something specific, or if you want a better life more broadly, then it's up to you and you alone to make it happen. You do that by setting goals, breaking them down and creating a plan, and then taking regular action step by step to make it happen. Think of goals as the GPS for your life's journey, in that they help you to navigate your way to wherever you want to go, and they help to keep you on track throughout the journey. Without goals, it's a bit like wandering around a new city without a map. You might accidentally stumble upon some interesting spots, but you're also just as likely to end up walking around in circles or, worse yet, going down a dodgy alleyway. The whole point with setting goals is about being intentional in terms of what you do and don't do and how your choices align to your longer-term vision of who you want to be. All right, let's talk about the often confused concepts of goals versus objectives. Think of it as separating your Spice Girls from your Girls Aloud. (laughs) Similar, but most definitely not the same. (laughs) According to Forbes Online, and I quote, Goals are typically long-term, overarching ideas concerning what you want to achieve. Objectives, on the other hand, are usually short-term and measurable. Many objectives may lead you to your goal. And you'll find that article linked in the transcript at ltamh.com. If you sign up to my mailing list, you'll receive it in your inbox every week, along with my free weekly newsletter. So, the piece here is... If goals are your destination, objectives are the detailed directions on your map. They're the specific concrete steps you take to achieve your broader goals. Think of them like the ingredients in a cake recipe. Without them, you're just hoping for a cake to magically appear out of thin air. For example, if your goal is to get fitter, which is a bit vague, isn't it? An objective to help you achieve that goal might be to jog for 30 minutes three times a week, which is specific and measurable. 
Goals give you the what and why, while objectives give you the how and when. I mentioned the why factor before, and I just want to share these few sentences from that same Forbes article I mentioned earlier. The quote is, The why factor refers to the underlying purpose or motivation behind the goal. It represents the reason or significance behind pursuing a specific objective and helps provide clarity, motivation, and a sense of meaning to the goal. And again, that article is linked in the transcript. The reason why I shared that quote is that I want to make this point loudly and clearly. It's essential to know not only what it is that you're working towards in terms of your goals, but also why. And I'd argue that the why is the most essential part of that thought process. Why? Because a big part of making progress in life, a topic I covered in episode 200, is having a clear sense of the bigger picture and what feels authentic to you, rather than simply doing something or working towards something because it's what's expected of you or what you're told to do or what you think you have to do. True satisfaction in life comes from being true to yourself, and your goals should reflect that. When you approach your goals intentionally and with a strong sense of purpose and self-determination, you are setting yourself up for success. And on that note, let me very quickly point out what goals are not. They're not set in stone because you can choose to change direction at any time And they're also not anybody's business but your own. Nobody can tell you what to do and how to live your life since it's your life. Just because someone else doesn't approve of your choices, that doesn't give them any power over you. My point of view of this is that as long as you're not harming anyone, including yourself, and you're being kind... You do you, and it's none of my business. So don't ever let anybody tell you who you're supposed to be or what you're supposed to do, because it's none of their business. And they should probably focus their energy on getting a life instead of meddling in someone else's. (laughs) Okay, so now let's talk about why we need goals. Hmm, why do we need goals? Well, that's like asking why a ship needs a compass or why a story needs a plot. Goals give our lives direction, purpose and meaning. Goals give us focus and direction, illuminating the path ahead like the headlights of a car at night. They help you to turn your attention to what's important, make thoughtful decisions and allow you to navigate through distractions. Goals provide you with motivation and engagement. They help to get you out of bed in the morning with a clearer sense of purpose, pushing you forward when the going gets tough. Achieving goals, no matter the size, can boost your self-confidence and help you to recognize your abilities. That sense of achievement plays an enormous role in perseverance and helping you to keep going even when things might be challenging. 
The skills and experience that you gain from working towards your goals is invaluable for your personal growth. The more you learn, the more you grow. And beyond all of that, setting goals and working step-by-step to achieve them is how you create your future. Goals are the bridge between today you and future you. By setting goals that are aligned to who we want to be, or even who we don't want to be, we can make sure that the steps we're taking today are leading us to where we want to be tomorrow. So let's talk more specifically about how goals influence your mental health. Like I said before, setting goals and working on them will help you to find a sense of direction and purpose. That's incredibly important for good mental health because being stagnant or having no real sense of where you're headed can feel depressing. And it's a bit hard to be positive and optimistic about life when you can't see what you're working towards. Goals can help to fight against feelings of emptiness or aimlessness, which can potentially lead to depression and anxiety if left unaddressed. The process of setting goals and working towards them can be incredibly empowering. It's like taking the wheel of your life and driving it to wherever you want to go rather than just being a passenger along for the ride. This sense of agency and self-efficacy can offer a massive boost to your mental health. And the more you achieve along the way, the better you tend to feel about yourself and your future prospects. It can boost your self-esteem, giving you a sense of accomplishment, and even helping to ward off feelings of depression and anxiety. Goals are not just nice to have, they're essential for leading a fulfilling and purpose-driven life. They're like the secret sauce to turning our dreams into reality, for converting our aspirations into achievements. Goals are what keep us moving forward, step by step, towards a richer and more meaningful life. So how do you do that? Well, let's first take a quick break to hear from the brands who help me create this show each week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply week. And welcome back. Now let's get into the how-to part of today's episode and let's talk about how to set goals and work on them. Okay, first, start with what and why. And by that, I mean to figure out what it is you want to work towards and most importantly, why. There is very little point in working to achieve a specific goal if you have no idea why you want or need to do it in the first place. That's like learning to speak French when you have no intention of ever leaving your country. I like to keep things as simple as possible because the simplest approach is most often the most effective one and usually the least painful. So I like to do the following once a month. I'll sit down with a pen and paper and reflect on three questions, which are one, what's worked well over the past month? Two, 
what hasn't worked well over the past month? And three, what needs to change? The answers to these three basic questions will give you a fairly clear idea of what you need to do more of, what you need to do less of, and what you need to either change or stop entirely. Okay, next, think big picture. Look, you can set goals for whatever you want and for whatever time frame you want. However, I strongly encourage you to think long term about the type of life you want both now and in the future and set your goals accordingly. For example, I know that I don't want to go back to working for someone else. And so that means I need to factor that into my thinking when I set goals in order to ensure I'm prioritizing that and looking after my long-term security. Think of it as keeping one eye on the next few months and the other eye on the next few years and beyond, and then figuring out how to connect the dots between both, hopefully without going cross-eyed or getting a migraine. (laughs) One way to approach that is with my next point, be realistic. So, You want to be a pop star, but you're tone deaf, can't sing a note, get cranky if you're up past 9pm, and regularly find yourself letting out sayings like, ow, my hip. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to say it's entirely impossible, especially since I well and truly tick all of those boxes, (laughs) but there's a greater chance of me being hit in the face by a wet fish that just fell from the sky than there is of me getting on top of the pops. Actually, that was cancelled in 2006, and (laughs) so now I'm really showing my age. (laughs) Look, you can do and be anything you like with enough time, effort, and perseverance. However, you do need to consider any limitations that may be in your way. That might mean needing to work on overcoming those obstacles first, or perhaps you'll need to come at things from a different angle entirely. I may not be able to sing, but that didn't stop me from finding a different way to be creative for a living and putting my work out there for people to enjoy. Think about how you can set realistic and achievable goals to set yourself up for success and be kind to yourself if things don't turn out the way you have planned or hoped. Okay, next, write your goals down. Once you've thought about what you want to achieve and why, now it's time to get serious. And you can begin that by putting pen to paper. Writing down your goals helps them to feel more tangible and real. Using this technique is helpful because it's a physical reminder of what you're aiming for and it can serve as a motivational tool. You can do this by keeping a goal journal putting notes up where you'll see them regularly, or perhaps even creating a vision board where you regularly see and update your goals. Okay, next, create SMART goals. The SMART framework has been around for quite a while, and I'm not going to spend long on it, purely because you can easily do a quick search and find thousands, if not millions, of resources to help you use it. But in a nutshell, it's a tool for effective goal setting where the word SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. Factor these five things into the goals you set so you're creating clear and actionable targets to aim for. 
For example, instead of saying, I want to be healthier, a smart goal would be, I will walk for 30 minutes every day for the next month. You can do this by being as detailed as possible when defining your goals, ensuring they're realistic and setting a deadline. Okay, next, break it down into smaller steps. Think of your goal as a puzzle. In order to solve it, you need to figure out all the pieces and work on it one step at a time. By taking that approach to your goals, it makes it far less overwhelming and much more achievable, not to mention more sustainable because there's a lower likelihood of you throwing in the towel when things feel too overwhelming. When you break things down into smaller steps and then work on them one step at a time, you have a clear roadmap for your journey and you can also identify the steps you'll take along the way. Next, prioritize. I am notorious for having 50 different creative ideas at once and things I want to work on, but it's easy to become overwhelmed if you try to chase too many goals at once. Even my therapist keeps on reminding me to limit my focus so I don't overwhelm myself. Figure out what's most important and work on the main one or two things at a time to prevent you from spreading yourself too thin and to ensure that your energy is used effectively. After all, there are only so many hours in the day. List all of your goals and then rank them based on their importance and urgency. You can come back to the list and work on less urgent goals later. Okay, next, build habits. Because very often, the success of a goal comes down to the habits you form along the way. Incorporating habit building into your goal strategy is effective because consistent actions turn into habits, which naturally lead you closer to your goal. You can do this by identifying small actions that contribute to your goal and practicing them regularly until they become a natural part of your routine. And I covered routine in episode 175. Next, visualize success. Because visualization is like a rehearsal in your mind, and it's a tool regularly used by elite athletes. Imagine yourself achieving your goals. What does it look like, feel like, sound like? This practice really helps because it keeps you motivated and focused on the outcome. And you can do this by spending a few minutes each day closing your eyes and picturing yourself having achieved your goal. Okay, next, track your progress. Keeping tabs on your progress is like having a progress bar in a video game. It shows how far you've come and how close you are to your goal. Adopting this habit can provide a sense of accomplishment And it also helps identify areas that need more attention. You can do this by using tracking apps, a journal, or even a simple checklist. Next, be flexible, because the path to your goal might not be a straight line, and that's okay. Being flexible means you can adapt to changes and obstacles and adjust your plans as needed. It allows you to tweak your plan without getting discouraged. Do this by regularly reviewing your goals and the strategies you're using to achieve them, and then make adjustments as needed. You may also find it helpful to come up with a plan B or even a plan C as well, so you can pivot if setbacks occur. 
And don't forget to ask for feedback and support from others if and when you need it. You don't have to do it all on your own. Okay, next, celebrate your progress. Recognizing and honoring your progress, no matter how small, is like giving yourself a pat on the back. It's important because it keeps you motivated. And it also acknowledges all the effort you've put in. You can do this by setting milestones within your goal and then celebrating when you reach them. And for tips on reflection and goal setting, watch my latest video. It's out now on YouTube and Spotify, and it's linked in the episode description. Because when it comes to goals and mental health, what it all boils down to is this. Setting and pursuing goals is like embarking on a thrilling and rewarding journey, one that shapes the very essence of your life. When you set thoughtful and realistic goals, take regular small steps to make progress, and allow yourself to be adaptable to change, you're empowering yourself to turn your dreams into reality. Every great achievement humanity has ever made started with the choice to try something. Each step you take is a step towards a more fulfilling and purpose-driven life. It's just up to you to choose to put one foot in front of the other to make it happen. The choice is yours, as it is with all things related to your well-being. So, what choice will you make today? Each week, I like to finish up by sharing a quote about the week's topic, and I encourage you to take a few moments to really reflect on it and consider what it means to you. This week's quote is by Konrad Adenauer, who was the first Chancellor of the Federal Republic of Germany from 1949 to 1963, and it is, We're all born under the same sky, but we don't all have the same horizon. Let me repeat that. We're all born under the same sky, but we don't all have the same horizon. Alright, that's nearly it for this week. What's the main thing you're taking away from this episode? If you're listening on Spotify, you can answer in the Q&A section below. On any other platform, you can let me know on Instagram at LTA Mental Health or by commenting on the transcript, which you can have delivered to your inbox each week, along with my newsletter Thursday Thoughts. Sign up at LTAMH.com or use the link in the episode description. Plus, if you'd like more tips, then follow me on my other Instagram account. It's Jeremy Godwin and support my work, plus get early access to ad-free episodes on Patreon. Next week, I'll be talking about taking breaks. For some reason, we've reached a place in history where the social norm in many countries is to work, work, work. But that's a surefire recipe for exhaustion, exhaustion, exhaustion. (laughs) Throughout the four plus years I've been doing this podcast, I have been a loud and vocal advocate for taking a thoughtful and balanced approach to life. And in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about how to find a healthy balance between work and rest in order to help you recharge more fully and also to help you feel more satisfied in life. I'll be talking about what taking breaks means, why it matters, and how to take breaks more often in a balanced way. I hope you'll join me for that episode, which will be released on Sunday, the 17th of December, 2023. Thank you very much for joining me today. Look after yourself and make a conscious effort to share positivity and kindness out into the world, because you get back what you put out. Take care and talk to you next time. 
Let's Talk About Mental Health is an independent program proudly produced by Reconnaissance Media, helping you find meaning and gratitude. For more information, visit reconnaissancemedia.com. Listener.